This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. All right, remember the couple that found the giant potato that they named Doug, and it weighed 17 pounds, and it was the Guinness World Record. It was a standout potato. They keep it in the freezer, and they called it Doug, D-U-G. And we joked around about how they say hello to it when they open the freezer, and the grandkids come over and say, can we see Doug? And they open the freezer and say hello to the world's giant potato the the world's biggest giant potato yeah well guess what it is not a potato uh guinness uh emailed or sent a letter back to the family yeah uh i know you submitted all the photos and the paperwork but uh it's not a potato sorry uh it's a gourd so you don't have the uh you don't have the world's largest potato. In fact, we're going to go ahead and disqualify the entire application. Have a nice day. Take care. <laughs> so we were had. We were had. And it was, uh, it was a viral story that now is not a story. Or the story itself is that uh, we were lied to. And it's a gourd. Kind of looks like a potato. I'll give you that when you look at it on the little cart that they have that they haul it around with. Uh, They claimed that they, you know, cut a little piece off and sent it to Guinness, but it's not. It's a gourd. So we were had. I know. I know. I want a Guinness world record too, but I don't want to lie about it. Well, at least I don't want to lie and get caught about it. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. You know, if the last couple of years have really taught us anything is that you must take control of your own health. It's clear that you can't simply rely on the government or big pharma to protect you or your family. That's where Z-Stack comes in. Z-Stack is a specially formulated immune-boosting supplement that includes zinc, quercetin, Vitamin C and vitamin D, and I never can pronounce that word. I hope I pronounced it right. Zinc. Oh, I know how to pronounce zinc. Corsetin. Corsetin. I never can pronounce that word right. So it's got zinc. Corsetin. Vitamin C and vitamin D. It was formulated by Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, the world-renowned doctor that President Trump credited with his successful early treatment, uh, his early treatment protocol, and his decision to take hydroxychloroquine. Uh, Z-Stack has been scientifically formulated. It's kosher and GMP certified and is produced right here in the USA. I've been taking it now for about a month, and I can tell you that I love knowing that I am being boosted. My immune boosting supplement that is zinc 
quercetin, huh? I know. Vitamin C and vitamin D. I really feel the difference. Although mass mandates are being lifted, uh, are they? And uh, vaccine mandates are no longer enforced in several states. Viruses are still out there. And by taking Z-Stack daily, you are supercharging your immune system. Z-Stack is formulated to help combat any and all variants, as well as the common cold and flu. So start taking it now. Stay ahead of any potential future variants by preparing your immune system and go about living your life. Go to ZStack.com slash Jeffy today. Enter the promo code Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y. Get a, get a discount off your first order. ZStackLife.com slash Jeffy. Promo code Jeffy. Okay, so they're fixing up the Paris uh, Notre Dame Cathedral. And, you know, after the big fire a couple years ago, it's been two years, 2009, three years. It's 2022. What am I thinking? It's 2019 when the fire happened in France. Just amazing burning the cathedral. And so they've been fixing it up and they are getting ready for prep work to build the, uh, the spire at the central spot. Right. And so they're, you know, digging around and getting things ready. They found tombs completely and and along with the tombs likely dating from the 14th century (laughs) they found a human-shaped sarcophagus made of lead the coffin uh, they're guessing may have been made for a senior dignitary and likely dated from the 1300s following the cent of the century following the cathedral's construction as well as the tombs elements of painted sculptures were found just beneath the current floor level of the cathedral uh, identified as parts of the original 13th century rod screen an architectural element separating the altar area uh okay so how about remember we found uh other parts of the structure were destroyed in the 18th century uh those were unearthed during the mid 1800s restoration and are already on display at the Louvre. Um, we, how about we leave the sarg, the human shaped sargophagus made of lead for whatever reason alone. Let's just leave it. We, we know it's there. Uh, you know what? And we're just gonna, we're going to cover it up again and we're going to leave it alone. If you find, this is just a helpful hint from me. Uh, Jeff Fisher, and Chewing the Fat program. If you find a coffin, a human-shaped sarcophagus made of lead, leave it alone. Walk away. <laughs> you, just, you know what? I, we'll talk to you later. I look at the time. Man, I'd love to check out what's inside there more than anything, but... Man, look at the time. Well, Starbucks has been in the news quite a bit lately. We've talked about their getting ready for their, uh, you know, getting rid of the plastic cups and they really want to save the planet. Well, they also announced that after five years, the CEO, Kevin Johnson, is uh, giving up the job. Oh, okay. Uh, have a nice day. Take care. I mean, you, you've went through the digital ordering push during COVID. You had, uh, you had restaurants trying to be unionized under your, under your leadership, your tutelage. 
And then, you know, you, uh, you know, what else have you done? Oh, I know you got things started for the, uh, get rid of the plastic coffee cup that you're known for, by the way. And, uh, Howard Schultz, the guy that left is coming back, <laughs> you know, just until a permanent boss can be found. So I don't think Kevin was doing that great of a job. Uh, Howard Schultz is coming back into the position after he retired. Okay. I mean, what do you think he is, Tom Brady? <laughs> I retire. Nah, you know what? No. It took him five years, though. Brady only had, what, a couple of months? Maybe not even a couple of months. And, uh, you know, at least Howard Schultz <laughs> had a few years under his belt. I also see where Starbucks and Volvo are teaming up to install electric vehicle charging stations outside of Starbucks cafes that's actually you know i get it whatever that's fine they want to you know it's a good deal you have the charging stations outside of starbucks and then you know people pull in they can charge and get their cup of coffee now volvo is doing it because uh they claim well they're doing it at 15 starbucks stores to begin with denver and uh, starbucks of course seattle headquarters uh volvo is branded with fast chargers oh, oh okay um, how, what is a fast charger? Not really sure. I think Volvo claims that their car will charge in like, like you get a partial charge in 40 minutes. Um, are you, spe- I guess if you plug your car in, you're spending 40 minutes at the Starbucks, right? But, uh, they claim that the Volvo electric cars will go from 20% to 90% in 40 minutes. Yeah, okay, so 40 minutes. <laughs> don't don't stop. I know I get the 30-minute joke. But uh, I'm just wondering if you're below the 20%, does it then take longer to get it back up to the 90%? Anyway, and what happened? I mean, 30 minutes maybe at a Starbucks, so you just la- you know, you sip on a little bit more to get your car charged. What I don't understand is, I mean, that's fine. Starbucks could do that and good for them. And they're partnering with Volvo and, you know, it'll be a wonderful thing. And maybe Volvo, you'll get a Volvo and you'll get a free reusable coffee cup that you can use at Starbucks. We'll give you, hey, you know what Starbucks needs to do is sell the lifetime refill cup, right? You get the lifetime refill cup for what? hundred bucks. And you can get a, a refill for a dollar every time you pull through the drive-thru or something like that. Just an idea for you, Starbucks. You know, free off the top of my head. But I don't understand. Here's another idea. And this is what I, I honestly, I was thinking about this last night, and I'm, I'm thinking, why hasn't this happened? So it takes, what, a two- or three-hour point to charge your cars, right? Uh, the Teslas and some of the vehicles, to get 100% charge, you're, you've got to be there for a while. And by a while, I mean two to three hours, right? That's the downside of needing charges. They don't have the replaceable batteries. You have to stop and charge, and then you can go after you, you know, after you've been traveling. Why don't movie theaters have the charging stations? I don't. It doesn't make sense to me that they don't. I mean, these movie theaters want to come back, and they want people to go see movies, and they've made their deals. Which, by the way, I question, and we've been over several times on this show and i still have a real problem with the movie theaters getting what they got i think the deal should have been better tour for the streamers but that's okay you know they didn't they didn't consult me they didn't consult chewing the fat they should have chewing the fat at the let me know anyway i just wonder why they don't have them at the movie theaters 
what's the perfect place? You go in, you chat, you plug in, you go in, you watch the movie, you get there early, you get a little food. They've got the, the it's a win-win. It's a win-win. I mean, we just saw the story not long ago where AMC is invested in some gold and silver mining company that they thought was a good deal. And I, I saw the headline like, so? I mean, good. They're a big company. Of course, they're going to, you know, diversify some of their investments. But why haven't they invested in these chargers? And especially now. I mean, my gosh, I think the government has given them away. If you, you know, I'd like, you know what? I might fill out a paperwork and see if I can get a charging station at my house. You know, for anyone to use. <laughs> It's free. Put it in. Yeah, it's fine. Let it sit there in the yard. Somebody pulls up and wants a charge, let them go ahead. I'll sell them something while they're here. That's what I'm talking about. Why haven't the movie theaters made a deal with electric vehicle companies and or the government to put the charging stations in their parking lots? It doesn't make any sense to me, but what do I know? Uh, AMC and Cinemark's. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm headed to a Cinemark today, as a matter of fact. I got talked into going to see the Batman. I've read good and bad reviews about it, and I'm a little nervous. It's like eight hours long. And I know it's only under three. It's not eight hours. You're just exaggerating. I know. But uh, it better be worth my time. I will let you know tomorrow on Chewing the Fad whether it was worth my time or not. But today, today apparently it is worth my time because I got talked into going and seeing the Batman. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh. All right, just a reminder that uh, at the end of uh, each show, I'm going to give you the bingo squares that were X'd off on the Pat Gray bingo board today. Uh, I know you should be listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Absolutely. You should listen to it live and or listen to the podcast. And they have the bingo card giveaway, which is at the top of uh, at Pat Unleashed bingo or Twitter page. And, you know, when those phrases are uttered during the show, you X them off, and the first person that, uh, you know, when bingo is reached, the first person to call the show wins a prize from our uh, from our apparel and home goods website, uh, shop.blazemedia.com, and we all have uh, different collections under uh, shopblazemedia.com, and of course, you know, you, they want you to get the Pat Gray uh, collection with that prize, but you don't have to, uh, just so you know, that's another part of, uh, uh, you know, the bingo whisperers job. You don't have to, you could perhaps get something from chewing the fat. <laughs> uh, just saying. So anyway, uh, you absolutely should listen to the show and check off your own squares, but I'm here for you at the end of the show. I'll give you what each day, how that bingo square block is looking. Okay. All right. Good. And also mum's the word. Okay. Shh, don't tell anybody. So I'm talking to my father-in-law last night, which is, you know, a rarity. No, I love him. He's a good guy. He, you know, he lives here with us. And um, he he comes sitting there working at the table and he comes out of the out of his bedroom and he says, Hey, um, I didn't hear you talking about it, but uh I just woke up from a dream. I think it's a dream. I mean, it was I don't know if it's true or not, but 
Did J-Lo die in a car crash? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Uh, you know, if, if, if that were to happen, I would know. No question. Those alerts would be everywhere and I would know. Uh, there's no way that J-Lo gets injured and I don't know about it. Okay. That's just, that's just not possible. And so, uh, he goes, I must've been a dream then. I hope it's not a, hope it wasn't premonition or anything. No kidding. So listen, if something happens to J-Lo in the next, you know, near future, uh, my father-in-law is now a visionary and I will be using that to our advantage. We'll be, we'll be doing uh, shows with my father-in-law on his visions if this comes true if it doesn't come true i just shut up old man and go back in your room okay (laughs) that goes over well too Uh, i see where netflix is at it again as well every so often about once every six months for sure once a year they like to throw it out there that they want to crack down on password sharing because they want to get everybody you know not sharing their passwords so they try to whip you into shape and not share your passwords i know it's at least once a year usually every six months or so they throw a story out there just to try to keep everybody in line so they're going to send notices to the primary account holders who have been sharing their passwords beyond their households and prompt them to pay their fees for up to two freeloaders what no way So apparently, uh, you're going to have the option to spin off individual profiles into separate accounts so that anyone who's kicked off the main account can keep their viewing history and content, you know, of what they want. Huh. So I guess that, uh, it's probably, it's probably part of their, uh, you know, deal when you click on accept to, uh, you know, view Netflix, that you can't have uh you can't have someone outside of your ip address or your you know wi-fi uh use your netflix that's probably true i think we've talked about that before but uh good luck that will piss way too many people off oh did i mention that they're gonna try a test run which is what they always claim they're gonna do it in chile costa rica and peru uh-huh And they may or may not expand to other countries later on. Oh, okay. Now, remember we talked about how their stock has gone, you know, way down uh, since uh, the pandemic gains. And this is just a way for them to, you know, make, try to make a little extra money. They've raised their prices and they just want to, you know, slap everybody into gear. So if you're sharing your you know, Netflix password with someone in another town or another country. Um, you, I mean, I would tell you don't do that because it's probably, you know, the Netflix police will come to your door, but they're not coming to your door. Okay. This is just them trying to slap people into, uh, into submission because they want, you know, they're starting to lose a little money. So every six months, every year they come around and tell you, they're going to, Oh, you're sharing your password with your aunt in Poughkeepsie and you can't do that. And we're going to make her pay. Are you? Are you Netflix? Okay. Thank you. How about when you do that? We just all cancel. How'd that work out for you? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Oh, and I saw where, uh, meta 
uh, our boy Mark Zuckerberg said that, uh, I'm sorry, uh, our, our main meta mate, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, says Instagram, uh, the Insta- if you have Instagram, you're going to be able to create your own non-fungible tokens, your own NFTs. That's kind of a cool idea. I'm surprised that that hasn't happened already. I don't know, you know, if you're, uh, you know, an influencer, you'll be able to sell your NFTs. And I don't know how much, uh, you know, if Instagram is going to get a cut of that, I would imagine so. But, you know, that's just me. Look for that, though. That That is coming. Another thing that uh, is coming, another thing to look forward to, as you know, I am fashion. No one supports uh, fashion more than this show. Uh, Ralph Lauren is uh, unveiling a new collection for historically black colleges and universities. The brand aims to honor the contributions of black students to American collegiate style by drawing inspiration from fashion worn at historically black colleges from 1920 to 1950 it's releasing its first-of-a-kind collection conceived and designed and inspired by black creatives and students at the hbcus a full range uh, includes outerwear dresses suits footwear and accessories priced between twenty dollars and twenty five hundred dollars a film and commemorative yearbook accompany the release meant to help expand the meaning and influence behind American luxury. So you've got that to look forward to. Some of the stuff actually looks kind of cool. You know, I would wear it, except Ralph doesn't make a lot of fat guy stuff, which is very disappointing. I love a lot of his stuff, a lot of their stuff, a lot of the brand stuff. But, uh, you know, usually the, and we've, I think we may have talked about this before. Usually Ralph's, you know, 3X, and I don't, you don't find a lot of those, really isn't 3X. The 2X from Ralph is like maybe, uh, you know, just a, an oversized regular. <laughs> now, maybe that's Ralph's thing. He doesn't really want a lot of, you know, fat guys wearing Ralph Lauren. I get it, but I'm tired of being fat shamed from Ralph Lauren. Okay? Tired of it. Another thing I'm tired of, is when is Ellen DeGeneres going to go away? My gosh. I'm so sick. I mean, she's finally set an end date. Thank you. Whew, we're finally going to be rid of her. I didn't think the show, I thought it was supposed to be over. thought she was done. May 26th. My gosh, we got to, we got to, we got to wait till May. May 26th. Today is what this, if you're listening live, today is the 17th of March, 2022. For those of you not listening live, this is when it was recorded. The 17th of March, 2022. So we got to wait till May, 26th of May. So we're going to be getting a big finale fun for the whole thing. So they're going to walk down memory lane. Oh, it's going to be great. And then they're going to have Michelle Obama, Jennifer Garner, Channing Tatum. Oh, Serena Williams. It's going to be great. Maybe even David Letterman will stop by. Kim Kardashian would be great. We're going to have to have the wife come on and be a part of saying goodbye to the show and how much she's going to love having Ellen home every day. <laughs> oh, that'll be wonderful. She's going to be so happy to have to be home every day. <laughs> and the only person that she can be uh, mean to is the wife. It'll be great. It won't be a toxic workplace anymore for Ellen. It'll just be a toxic home place. We'll see how long that couple stays together after Ellen leaves the show. Oof, 
look out. So apparently the show is uh, giving out some money too. Uh, she, she's boy, she is buying off the people that she hollered at over the years, man. So if you've been there, uh, one to four years, you get, uh, you get a bone, you get a two week pay bonus. If, if you get, uh, if you've been there four to eight years, you get a three week pay bonus and they cap it at six weeks of pay for the longest serving employees. And there's also reports of a condensed production schedule for the back half of the finale season. So they're not working as much. Plus she's giving, uh, she's making sure that the staffers are going to receive letters that the studio, um, is all for them. A hundred percent. They're helping them with uh, extended healthcare coverage for six months beyond the end of the program, along with providing access to resume building and networking workshops for free one-year memberships to LinkedIn learning. You'll be able to get emails from LinkedIn for the rest of your life. Uh, that's great. So at the end of May, so what is that? So you get it. Everything is good till the end of the year then. Uh, she, that, she is paying them off big time, man. <laughs> I mean, the show has been a monster show. My gosh, she's made a fortune, right? I mean, she's had, uh, um, I don't know, through 3,200 episodes, uh, 64 daytime Emmy awards. That's pretty impressive. She's had uh, 300 million social followers generating 8 billion views across all platforms. 14 original series produced. That was Ellen Digital Ventures, which I'm sure Ellen Digital Ventures is still going to be up and running. And a lot of those people that are working on the Ellen DeGeneres show are probably you know pushing each other out of the way to get to work specifically for Ellen Dig- EDV. Uh, Ellen Digital Ventures, because uh, she's going to be there a lot. The wife, uh, Porta de Rossi, is going to be kicking her out. Why don't you go into the office and get out of here? I'm sick of you bitching at me. That's coming. That is coming. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, this show, you know, no one supports fashion more than this show. No one supports truckers more than this show. And also, no one supports animals uh, more than this show. This show loves animals. I mean, they need to remember their place. Uh, We are the top of the food chain. We are being humans. But uh, I love them. I'm still, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to them. But when they, you know, start thinking they get a little too big for their britches, they need to be, you know, set straight. 
I mean, like, who talks about the yellow cardinals, the one million yellow cardinals near Gainesville, Florida, that everybody is all excited about seeing this time of year? Who talks about the never-before-seen-in-the-U.S. bat falcon spotted in Texas? It's usually down south, farther than Texas. Yes, no one, this show. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I may have to. I might have to just do a whole segment on monkeys tomorrow. <laughs> I have got so many stories on monkeys. It is uh, amazing, and some of them should have been put down. There's no doubt. I mean, monkeys are the monkey mafia is uh, getting out of control in several places around the globe. So that has got to be, you know, stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations are in order to the uh, po- most popular dog breeds in the U.S. The American Kennel Club just released uh, its list of the most popular dog breeds in the United States. So what do you think they are? Huh? Coming in at number 10, Dash Hounds. Oh, number nine, German short-haired pointers. Number eight, Rottweilers. I like Rottweilers. They're they're all right. Uh, Number seven, Beagles. Number six, Bulldogs. Number five, Poodles. These are the top ten most popular dog breeds in the United States. Number four, German Shepherds. Number three, Golden Retrievers. Number two, French Bulldogs. I should have had their specific dog barks for each one of these mentions as we were going down. Well, it's not the award show, so let's don't get crazy, Jeff. Number one, uh, the number one most popular breed of dog in the United States of America. Congratulations are in order. The Labrador Retriever. Yes, Labrador, get on down here. Nah, never mind. Stay where you're at. All right, so I've got some uh, stories, the headline stories that have been piling up, getting, uh, you know, the fat pile is getting too big on these headlines. So let's try to get through them for you today. Uh, Tim Cook, uh, Apple, uh, man, they do a lot of suing. Uh, no kidding, man. The company filed 215 Apple, and we're just, you know, Tim Cook is the head of Apple. Um uh, He filed 215 trademark oppositions to defend its IP between 2019 and 221. Wow. Uh, 215 times. He's suing people saying, oh, yeah, no, you're too much like Apple. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Uh, They've gone after companies with uh, logos that feature fruits like oranges and pears. How about no? Uh, we know that uh, the uh, the logo with the orange isn't an apple. Okay, we got it, Tim. Now, comparatively speaking, okay, uh, Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, and Google combined sued 136 times, or I should say, filed 136 times. So you know, maybe you didn't sue, you file, and the company goes, "Oh, sorry, okay, no, we won't do that anymore." Or you, you know, end up fighting them in court. I mean, those are tough battles, though. You go up against Apple, you go up against Microsoft, Amazon, Facebook, and or Google. <laughs> That's uh, you better be ready. Uh, you better be ready because they are going to bring it, man. They got cash unlimited to go against you and the little guy trying to come up with your 
fruit logo for your little corner store. <laughs> Unbelievable. Congratulations to Paris. Oh, maybe this will help with the uh, lead esophagus or sarcophagus, not the lead esophagus. <laughs> yeah, it's not the it's not the uh, esophagus. It's the sarcophagus. But they had the lead uh, sarcophagus that we talked about earlier. You know, it was made of lead underneath the uh, underneath Notre Dame. Well, uh, Paris is now ready to spend about one hundred and forty five million dollars on a planned cable car system that was going to transport passengers from the suburbs to the cities. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess other cities have built similar cable car systems, so Paris wants one too. So maybe they could just, you know, you just kind of fly over the old sarcophagus or esophagus and, uh, you know, look down and say, hey, there it is. Yeah, leave it closed. Do not open the old lead coffin. No, 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 no. We don't want any of that. NASA uh, selling... Uh, original photographs from the Apollo missions. The photos were sold at an auction in Copenhagen and uh, included the famous snap of Buzz Aldrin on the moon. That one sold for $7,700. Boy, that doesn't seem like that much for that photo, but I guess it's everywhere. But what if it's the NFT? And uh, they sold 74 original photographs and got $171,831. Well, that does not sound like that much. Ah, but what do I know? I see where SpaceX uh, launch director went a little off script. Uh, the company sent, uh, you know, another 48 Starlink satellites into orbit last week. And uh, Russian uh, space agency chief... Dmitry Rogozin uh, had some remarks. He said when uh, Russia uh, when Russia announced that it would stop selling its rocket engines to the U.S., uh, Rogozin, the Russian guy, quipped, "Let them fly on something else. Their broomsticks." Ha 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 ha! Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, the uh, SpaceX launch director at the takeoff of the you know, sending the Starlink satellites up, said, time to let the American broomstick fly and hear the sounds of freedom. Yeah. So think about it, Dimitri. And, uh, oh, we had uh, Fukushima too. <laughs> I, okay, so it wasn't Fukushima too, but earthquake uh, 7.3 magnitude hit Japan. Uh, yesterday, shutting off power by, for millions of customers, and it struck in the same region as the one that caused the old crisis in Fukushima in 2011. 11 years, uh, right? 11 years to the month, I think. So, oof. I mean, Fukushima 2 could have happened. <laughs> it could have. You don't know that. And congratulations to Joe Buck. He just uh, signed a new deal, so he's going to join his old pal Troy Aikman over there at ESPN. They're leaving Fox Sports. They're going to do Monday Night Football, and uh, they're going to make a little bit of money. Uh, Buck's deal is worth $75 million over five years, and Aikman is going to be paid $90 million. Huh. And so they believe this is the, this is what really ticked them off was the Tony Romo deal. 
So every article says, on par with CBS's Tony Romo for the richest annual NFL TV salary. So it might not be quite as much as Tony, but it is on par. And Aikman was ticked that Tony Romo made all that money uh, because he's Troy Aikman. Man, he's got I don't know, one or two Super Bowls, and you know he was in Dallas as well. And why don't they like me as much as they like Tony? And Troy's okay. I don't mind him uh, as a color analyst. He, I mean, he knows what he's talking about, absolutely. But uh, he just isn't as flamboyant as Tony has been. So, you know, maybe uh, take some pointers and uh, make a little bit more cash. Because, you know, $90 million isn't enough, is it, Troy? mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So years ago, I used to joke around about buying an island and then creating my own country and then declaring war against the United States and then having the United States give me a bunch of money not to attack them. And I thought that'd be a you know good way to earn a little bit of money. I know. What was I thinking? I don't know. But I see where these people have actually purchased an island. They bought an island for $180,000 plus tax. Wow. Okay. So they decided they wanted to crowdsource an island. Okay. So they put together an idea that it would take about $3,250 each. I wish I'd have known this, man. I would have crowdsourced enough for me to get enough to purchase a share of this island. I could just come up with $3,200, but you know, I'd crowdsource that. Anyway, uh, investors, you can purchase multiple shares of the island, but you only get one vote in the democratic society of the island. Oh, okay. So they started looking for islands in the Philippines, in the Malaysia, Ireland, Panama, and Belize. They decided on this Coffee K, Coffee C-A-Y-E, which is just off of Belize. So they now own this island nice so it's called a micro nation (laughs) okay so their uh territories uh that are independent nation states but they also have you know you still like this coffee k is a micro uh nation but they still i believe they still have a deal with belize and they've already been struck with theft. So when they went to the island uh, previous scouting trip, <laughs> they left behind the Islandia flag and they left behind the passport stamp and those have disappeared. Oh, okay. So there was no big flag raising ceremony, but you can still get, I might have to do this. I might have to do this. Uh, I need a, a citizenship of the micronation. Uh, <laughs> and I need, I could be a lord or a lady of Islandia. 
uh, for a small fee without investing. Yes, I want citizenship in Islandia. I'd love the passport stamp. That'd be awesome to have. So probably should get that soon, though, because if a storm comes by, that island is gone. Have a nice day. It's over. So I guess it still is within the laws and borders of Belize. So it's just uh, a tongue-in-cheek micronation. Well, boo to that. So I have, there's no single-use plastics and uh, whatever. Dude, okay, so I, you know, I guess I still want to be a citizen there. I still want a citizenship of <laughs> Coffee K. I want to have my dual citizenship with the micronation and the United States of America. But uh, you're, you're talking me out of it, all right? If I buy an island, I want to be able to do what the heck I want with it, okay? So apparently they're still taking investors for the next stage of development. I don't know how many condos are going up. It doesn't say how big the island is, the old Coffee K Island, the Principality of Islandia. But they talk about how it looks like a coffee bean. And one side of the island uh, is uh, has a clearing with a small beach that leads into a shallow bay. And the other half is, you know, mangroves. So I'm not sure how many condos are going up. And if they're banning plastic, uh, you know, cups and stuff, non-reusable plastic, probably not going to put condos up. You know, it's just me. I know. I know. There's plenty of little, there's little micronations out there, which is kind of a cool little thing. (laughs) Unless I don't know that I want to live on Coffee K, but I do want to be an actual citizen of Coffee K or the Principality of Islandia. Apparently, when you visit, you automatically become a citizen, according to the new ruling class of Coffee K. Now, they claim that there is going to be tours, and you're going to have barbecue cooking and lunch set up, and they're looking to try to uh, have some snorkeling around the coral reef. They're developing the site uh, with a basic boutique accommodations, a little mingling place, a restaurant or bar, a bar. So that's, you know, we're getting there. We're, it's, it's not quite condos, but it's getting there. The old principal of uh, Islandia is uh, making some making some headway as a micro nation. Now all they need to do to get some extra money, and then maybe they should, you know, call me. Uh, maybe I'll talk to the guy that... Uh, started, founded Coffee K, the Principality of Islandia, and tell him, look, dude, all you got to do is declare war on the U.S. and they give you cash not to attack. So you get a little extra cash for development. I mean, maybe that's just me. It's possible. Okay, uh, time for the uh, for the bingo whisper. okay? And remember, you should always listen to Pat Gray Unleash, whether it live or on the podcast, but I know some of you can't. And you're listening to Chewing the Fat. I want to help you out. I am the bingo whisperer, okay? For each day they play bingo. And when a particular phrase gets crossed off the bingo squares, uh, you can win a prize. And if you're the first person to call the show, once bingo is achieved, you could win a $30 prize to shop.blazemedia.com. So far today, there are two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, right? Two, four, six, eight, 
10, 12 squares blocked off, starting the top left-hand corner. Biden, let's go, Brandon, I agree. 15 days to flatten the curve. Renewable goo. I haven't grown a third tail. <laughs> and I haven't, by the way. Uh, Travis Shamockery, Keith Watershed Moment. Keith mentions at themikeshow.com. Suboptimal. What a world. Jeffy, write your own jokes. Did that yesterday. Uh, Carmen Line did that yesterday. And Keith saying, I mean, and those are your squares for bingo on the Pat Gray program today. So you're welcome. Shh. Mom's the word. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.